0: Oh, no oh i mean it's, it's, got- a, it's a solid gold, it's, solid yeah. gold. <laughs> it's such a good drinker though it is i it's to me it, it's it's founders like pbr basically that's that's what it is yeah it basically is that um, it drinks so well because it's yeah it's not watered down it's not a light but it's not uh, flavored really in any way shape or form <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's very much a pbr yeah that's a that's a good way of putting it. i like how we compare beers to cheap beers yeah <laughs> it's funny uh okay it's like a miller but with a little bit of flavor <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like miller light and Michelob ultra had a baby and that baby actually had flavor yeah <laughs> which is yeah i mean it's a almost any way to describe vaguely a craft beer it has flavor <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they tried for something i'm not saying it went well as i'm just saying they tried for it what was the worst parts about puberty oh Ooh. yeah um definitely like the patchy hair around like the face oh yeah where just like yep. a little patch of it grows faster than the rest of it and it's yeah. just it's the most annoying thing where was it for you where was your patchiness where did it start so the like i started to get a little bit of a mustache but then like I and it's still pretty sparse but underneath the chin like yeah okay. I, it's still pretty sparse for me down there but that's where it started like <laughs> growing the fastest and it's super annoying it's that's it, it started growing, and then it just kind of stopped there and, and, just now, and, now, and now, yeah, now it doesn't grow as fast. Like the the, the goatee area, which I can grow a goatee, pretty yes. good one. I yeah. can't grow anything else, I'm <laughs> not even mutton chops, nothing, but I can grow the goatee. Um, uh, but yeah, when, when it was first starting, it was just like, yeah, that under part of your chin, like, great, like that stuff's coming in somehow. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> why does it
0: start there? Uh, yeah, that's I think that's where it started for me it was like right on the chin. Right under the mm-hmm. lip, that area started first. Um, again, it was just a couple of hairs, and then in college I started to get the- these circle patches on my cheeks. It didn't grow. All I remember over. that. Yeah, it was just circles on my cheeks, and it was like, why is this a thing? Like, why is it? And I didn't want to shave, every and it looks day. pretty good now. I have to oh, say, yes, it has fully grown in. <laughs> yeah, but. It, yeah it was really patchy in, in early college I it remember was very that. patchy and it sucked it was like I don't want to shave every day but also it looks terrible if I don't <laughs> You're like a, yeah your beard's like Dalmatian style <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah luckily the rest of it has come in but yeah those those cheek stubs were definitely those cheek circles of hair sucked mm-hmm and I'd be like sitting in class and I'd rub my face and I'd realize there was like a massively long hair on my face. I was like, oh, no, uh, uh. that's the worst. Yeah, when you miss, miss one yeah. hair, and yeah. you can feel it. Oh. Uh, okay, I would say another bad part about puberty was the voice cracks. I don't know if you had those bad. So I did not, actually. I definitely did not experience. Just, one day you just had a deeper voice and you were like, all right, then. <laughs> yes a lot like um uh eric ford uh you know his singing style oh yeah uh he does 16 tons you know he just came out of the womb like that that deep of a voice so you were you know uh, he just came out with grown man voice yep uh (laughs) yeah no i I didn't have voice cracks not that i recall of um yeah it just kind of I think gradually dropped over middle school, and it wasn't like I had any voice cracks or anything. Okay, but then again, I, I wasn't a very talkative person back in middle school, so I think that might be part of it. Ah, that could that could help. Yeah. Hey, you played a smart game. Don't talk a lot. You don't have to go through. You don't have to go through that. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> uh, okay. What about um? Let's talk about RBS. Also, yeah, it's random boner syndrome. <laughs> it's, I, uh, it's true that's that's part of the experience it was yes. you know it was going to school during that time period is a very risky behavior especially if you like to wear sweatpants or basketball shorts yeah it's yep yep yeah always wear jeans and cargo shorts We're, yes <laughs> yes jeans baggy shorts that aren't who was the he was the um the base player for the orchestra when they would do pit orchestra um wally was his name oh wally yeah and he had a great story about that yes. where he math was class i believe yes in math class and he was asked to go up to the board to solve a problem and he's like i really i can't do that yes and the teacher was getting very upset and he's like fine <laughs> and he stood up and he's wearing basketball shorts of all the shorts to pick <laughs> he was wearing basketball shorts I mean, even Jorts would have helped you better (laughs) in that situation. (laughs) Hey, but also if you can own the situation of the RBS attack and just, you know, rock that flagpole, (laughs) good for you. That's exactly what he did. Went up to the, the front of the room, sporting it. He probably like got detention because they're like, we have to give you detention. But also, (laughs) you definitely did refuse to go up to the board for a very legitimate reason. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But again, that's not something you just say in class. Like, I can't go up to the board. I'm wearing basketball shorts and I have an erection. Yeah. Uh, Well, Well, I let me just write it down for you, teach. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) This is my current predicament. Yeah. Let me write down why I can't go to the board right now. I didn't struggle with this one so much. I don't know about you. I didn't struggle with uh, with acne all that all that bad. So I actually, no, I wouldn't say it was bad. I definitely did not have a lot of acne, but I did have enough that I okay. would try to like solve it. Mm-hmm. And you know, with all the, I don't know, even I even used the the one that was like the Jessica Simpson's like oh yeah sponsored one. I can't proactive. I think yeah yeah. And uh, none of those really worked. They just like dried out your face. Um, and then what I figured out worked is just using like high quality, like uterine lotion. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I just put that on my face and then my face would stop going like, oh, I got to oil you up, <laughs> which is what was causing the problem. So I just straight up just use lotion and then problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah. You know, that's crazy to me because I'm such a, I have such oily skin, uh, but I didn't struggle with acne all that bad back in- those early days. Uh, I would say the worst part about puberty was uh, the very late growth spurt. You had a very late growth spurt. So I my, was very short. <laughs> mine had happened in, I want to say between, it was between uh, freshman and sophomore year. Like I had a middle yeah. school growth spurt and that got me to, I would say about five, eight, I think. Yeah. Probably about there. So still kind of short. And then from. <laughs> Started like during the freshman season of rugby. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like five nine and... by the end and then I was yeah. six foot by the next season and I outgrew my props. So then yeah. I couldn't play I couldn't play hook anymore because the props who were on either side of me, you know, because you gotta support your hooker. Yeah. Um yeah, where well, they were too short. And so basically I was just putting a crap load of force on onto my my, um, spine every time we we engaged in a scrum and so i did two scrums and i was like i can't do this anymore yeah
1: i'm too tall for you yeah
0: (laughs) it was was bad (laughs) this has ended up like a bad date i'm too tall for you exactly And and when it's like now you're maneuvering and you know your your leg is like kneeing the face of your prop it's just <laughs> not a good thing they don't not appreciate a good situation. that <laughs> yeah. yeah nobody's having fun yeah exactly uh yeah my that late growth spurt really really sucked because i was i don't think i grew much at all in middle school and then didn't really grow at all in high school <laughs> mm-hmm. i maybe grew a couple of inches in high school and then sophomore year of college finally, finally i remember that yeah I sprouted up like six inches, and I was like, yes, <laughs> I have made it. Oh, Yeah, looking back at um, even our senior year of high school, there's a picture of you, uh, Luke, and I yes. sitting and watching a rugby match. And man, we look so young. So young and so small. <laughs> so tiny. Oh, yeah. That was I, that was like junior or senior year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah times have changed um, what's one more bad part about puberty in our experience um we've covered hair crackly voice oh yeah acne, well i mean just like just like dating in high school and oh middle school yeah. was just it was awkward awkward yeah the awkwardness yeah. Mm-hmm. that was very rough <laughs> 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 and then too it's it's not like like in college, or you know, even in regular life, you know, if you just fall flat on your face in terms of asking asking somebody out, or just you know engaging with somebody, it's just like I, I'm never going to see you again. You don't talk <laughs> to the people I talk to. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. a whole thing. And, and, and well, then, you, but, I think you also start to realize then, at when you get older, that there are going to be more chances and more opportunities, and that it doesn't really matter all that much. Yeah. In the yeah, you don't need to things. be you don't need to be James Bond. No. And uh, you not don't every need day. to be that suave. No. Yeah. 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 Dating was like I don't think I really did any dating in like late middle school. I was too awkward for that. And then yeah, it started dating like freshman year of high school. So Yeah, I would say that's I mean, I I don't think I really dated in middle school kind of just there was like a girl that you had her phone number and yeah you you would talk you talk or like you talked online or something yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. we'll get to that and (laughs) (laughs) hey listeners we are the dude scouts we drink beers talk about things award made up badges and most importantly never take ourselves too seriously Check us out on Instagram, throw us a follow, and please subscribe on whichever platform you choose to listen to us on. Thanks for being a fan. Cheers. Welcome back. Another episode of Do Scouts. This is Logan. Andrew, how's it going? It's going really well. I just completed a wiring a three-way switch for my basement stairs uh, just before we got online here. So Ah, it almost sounded a little dirty when you're like, I just finished rewiring a three-way switch. Oh yeah, I've also done four-way switches too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. it's getting steamy. Ah, well... So, you did a three-way switch just before we started recording. How'd Mm -hmm. that go? Did everything turn out well with it? Yeah, yeah. So, right now, um, it basically goes to an outlet, and then that outlet's going to go to a DC converter that'll convert it down to 24 volt, and that'll be, basically, it'll be uh, those little LED strips. Okay. And so, that's that's the goal. So, I'm going to use those, basically, to do the lighting. So, it's going to be under-tread lighting. I like it. Yeah, so. Can you chop those up? For yeah. the stairs? Yeah, you can. So you can chop the the um, little LED strips, and there's a little scissor line, you know, so you know where to okay. do that. And, uh, you know, that's connected. That scissor line is connected to the three-way switch, and then, uh, you know. How do you... Okay, so... <laughs> see, now you got me intrigued with this. Okay. The scissor line. Yeah. <laughs> <to> the three-way. <laughs> wow. I had no idea home improvement was such a dirty language. Uh, okay. Are you so- talking about caulking? Say <laughs> what I'm a professional caulker. Uh so that scissor line. Does that leave like open nodes then where you have to connect that to the next step on the next stair? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's two points that you can solder onto. So then oh, okay. you solder your positive, your positive negative terminals. And um, what do you use to connect those ends? So because I assume, you know, let's say the first step, you yep. make the scissor line, and then the second step, you put the LED lights Oh, up. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta run all of those lines back to like a parallel point that's like the best way to do it okay um and that's just where you're basically parallel just means you're nutting all of the positive terminals together and you nut all of the negative negative terminals terminals together yeah yeah so So they're basically operating in parallel are you rather than a series extra wire then to do that yeah yeah i bought like a couple hundred feet of the 18 gauge wire so okay it's gonna be a good time that's yes. Sexy, but right now I just have a lamp <laughs> hooked up to the the power outlet, and that's my stair light right now. Nice, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in my world, what a how's it going for me? I am studying for my final exam. When I say study, I mean I'm leaving that stuff until tomorrow to work on. Good man. Yeah, you know, the classic college kid procrastinating it kind of thing. You know, hey, you uh, know what? It takes pressure to make a diamond. Exactly. And that's what I'm good at is uh, turning diamonds into pressure. So... Oh, wait. Wait, what? That's that's not how it's supposed to go. Maybe you want to start studying tonight. (laughs) Maybe we should cut this short. Yeah, so uh, it's... I'm very excited. I am not taking summer classes. Uh, my scholarship doesn't cover summer classes, so I figured, you know mm-hmm. what, let's let's take the summer off, get a little extra work in, and I'm I maybe helping out my mother refinish a couple of her bathrooms over the summer, which could be extra pay. So it's a good experience too. Exactly. You know, I get to practice at my mom's house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not your own house, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but I figure I can do a pretty decent job at it. I'm a quick learner, and uh, I'm I have a very Keen sense for perfection. Yeah. So yep. which I think I've done I've done you've done woodworking projects before. Yes, so I've and done, you've done a little bit of construction stuff yes. too. So. so the main part's gonna be the demo first. Gotta demo everything. But uh yeah, so I was talking to her about that and uh other than that, it's uh yeah, it's been it's been going pretty well. So I'm excited for uh what the summer has in store. Got a little taste of summer yesterday with the beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's getting me all excited. So yeah uh the the bad news is uh the one weekend i've got two weddings to do this summer and the good news of that is both weddings are happening on the exact same weekend the bad news is that conflicts with our adventure race for the summer mm-hmm. which is the biggest bummer of all yeah because last year they did it in the middle of june and it was at uh canonsburg which is like very high very close to my up. house and andrew's yep. parents so it worked out really well yep uh, uh, but this time they're doing it in mid-may and they're doing it in muskegon which is going to be beautiful they, um, it, as long as the weather's good yeah the weather being good you know but it was gonna i was really looking forward to doing this adventure race again uh, but maybe i'll just have to convince andrew here to do a triathlon with me in july as a team I, I'm up for that. Yeah, that sounds really awesome. Okay. Well, then. I've got the heard, bike for it. So. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Team Dude Scouts taking on a, a sprint triathlon. It's going to be sweet. Uh, okay. Well, Andrew, what are you drinking? All right. So I am drinking a Founders Fruit Wood. Ooh. So that's not, you know, fruit as in the conventional spelling of fruit in English. It is F R O O T. Fruit. Fruit Wood. Um, so it's a cherry ale aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels, mm. and so the image is really cool on this. It's kind of got a reddish background, like it's a sunset, and then there's a tree, and then you can kind of see the roots of the tree underneath the ground, and it's yes. growing over a barrel, basically. Ah, yes. Yeah, so it's delicious. I, I really like it. Yeah, explain it to me. What are you What are you tasting in there? Are you tasting that cherry? Or are you tasting more of that maple? Are you getting that whiskey? So you get a little bit of the whiskey on the aftertaste, okay, after it goes down. Um, but you definitely get the cherry and a little bit of the maple. That's really not too strong in there. It's really, okay. it definitely tastes like a cherry ale. And then there's a little bit of of aftertaste of, okay. of bourbon. All right, so like a little pepperiness on the end of it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, I like that i might have to pick me up one of those and it it looks it does it's a beautiful looking beer. it's got a nice like amber color but it's still light enough yeah and it's still slightly transparent but mostly opaque yes yeah does look good i am drinking a very weird beer uh so it's uh from grand rapids a brewery called arvon brewing i'd never heard of them up until i uh decided to pick this beer up it's called space chaser and it's a new zealand pilsner now you can see the logo here is a bunch of like weird spacey things going on very cosmic Yes, very cosmic label it's also a textured label so it feels really cool in your hand uh i was i was very interested in a new zealand pilsner though that is something i've never heard of uh now there is zero explanation on this can and there's zero information online about it so I'm giving you my takes on it right now the first smell of it you get kind of like a fruity pebble smell almost uh, with a little bit of citrus in the background and mm. let's let's take that sip it tastes kind of like citrusy fruity pebbles but it's mm. also really light as you can see it does look very light yeah very light uh, that's the urine color I'm used to seeing <laughs> oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> if your pee looks like that <laughs> we gotta we, gotta, we it should gotta not ch- be that foamy <laughs> we, <laughs> that's the only issue with it <laughs> uh, yeah uh so anyway new zealand pilsner i guess pretty decent uh the only issue that i think i have with it is the their yeast brings out a weird aftertaste on the finish uh, but it's the aftertaste that makes you want to keep drinking, so you don't have to keep tasting the aftertaste. So beneficial. You got to finish your beer before it gets warm. Oh well, Andrew. Let's move on to questions. All right. So, if you had the opportunity to work on a woodworking project ooh. with Nick Offerman, ooh, Ron Swanson himself, yes. What would that wood project be? Ooh man, can I, Can it just be like a like a coat rack? <laughs> No, no. Uh, Okay, really fancy coat rack. I would love to work on two things. It's I'm trying to decide between the two. One is like a bar, so like a bar for your house that could you know have like six stools at it, so long enough for six stools. Okay. Uh, I think that would be a really fun project, but I also think a wooden canoe would be a really Mm. fun project so and he definitely knows how to do that yes yeah so done that before and that's why i i'm gonna go with bar over canoe just because Mm -hmm. i think he's done the canoe before but i and so you know he could maybe be a little more creative with it but i think making a bar he can be really creative because it's not that hard of a project which will leave time for adding in artistic talent yeah there you go okay so you're thinking like kind of chiseling some, uh, you know, columns in there yeah, and things and, like and that. Putting yeah, putting some inlays and mm-hmm. maybe some custom woodwork on the, you know, maybe underside of the bar that's not so much seen, but if somebody does look for it, they'll see the artistry. They really appreciate it. The yeah. hidden artistry of it. Yeah, so yeah. something like that. And then, you know, I think it'd be really cool to have Nick Offerman's name stay like wood burned into the bar, like a brand almost. Yeah, there you go. Like okay. a Nick Offerman brand on the bar. I like that. I like that. So for me, it would be, again, one of two things. Like any furniture that has lion claws oh. on it, I think for the for the feet. Okay. I think that would be super awesome to work with him on. Yeah. So basically, you just want him to make lion claws? <laughs> for... Yeah. <laughs> you just want to see him work on those? I like yeah. it. Yeah, I just want to know how to do it. I um, like it. But then the other one would just be like a, a guitar ooh hand make a guitar that would be a fun one which takes a lot of time yeah a lot of time and a lot of actual like artistry yeah your first so what i've heard online is your first one that you make it'll take you if you're just using hand tools it'll take you over 200 hours to make really yeah wow i believe it yeah but also, that would be a really cool project to have Nick Offerman do with you. To coach you through it. Yeah. And to like do it with him. And then you're like, yeah, no, I have an original Nick Offerman guitar. Yeah. Yes. I like exactly. that idea. There's like almost none of those, I'm yeah, sure. Exactly. You'd be it'd be a one, one of a kind item. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I agree. That is an awesome. Okay. So you can bring your guitar to my bar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can be the musician. <laughs> The drinks this is are songs. <laughs> yeah, this is a song about Nick Opperman making a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then us not going for a ride in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I've got two questions for you. Let's start with the first one. This is more serious. Okay. What is your antidote for sadness? Ooh. Hmm. couple things that I use to, like, combat sadness in my own life. Yeah. Um... One is working out, mm-hmm. and then two is listening to, like, really dystopian music. Okay. <laughs> so I, just, I crank up the muse. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Or, or uh, Rage Against the Machine. Do you like... do those things combined, working out while pumping that jam? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's how I get over the, the or try to get through the sadness. Um, yeah. <laughs> Or at least go for, like, in the summer, like, you're sad less, but, you know, go going for a walk at in, in like, a forest or something. Oh, yeah. That's another thing, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting uh, talking about the, the working out and listening to music because you made me just realize. Uh, so There's nothing original about that? <laughs> no. No, no not, that's not what I'm getting towards. You know, uh, when I've been working out, instead of listening to music, I, I'm listening to audiobooks when I'm working out. Which is Okay. So I always start out on like the bike or like a row machine or something to get a little cardio going uh, and also work my legs every single time I'm doing something. Uh, And so I I start off by listening to my book, which if you're biking and listening to a book, you can bike for a long time if you're not Mm -hmm. focusing on your legs pedaling and you're just focusing on the book. Uh, But then I get into my workout and I'm still listening to the book and I'm like, man, I am am losing all the motivation inside me right now because I'm just just chilling with this book right now trying to lift heavy weights i'm like oh man it's not going well and then i'm like oh maybe i should switch to some like you know upbeat angrier music <laughs> oh yeah. well with the audiobook you could just do lighter weights with more reps right your goal yeah. is to keep listening to the audiobook True. So you just gotta stretch your workout out which is fine yeah You're, you know really what matters is in, in my mind, at least. Um, there's probably no scientific evidence to back this up. But what matters to me is like the total energy usage, right? Yeah. And quality like, over quantity. Yeah. Like what, what is it better to lift 100 pounds 10 times? Or is it better to lift 50 pounds 20 times? Yeah, exactly. Statistically, or sorry, scientifically, it's the exact same amount of weight you're moving. So the same amount of work. Now, you know, I think bodybuilders might say, well, you know, you're not gonna yeah. get those big gains. Yeah, I, if that's not what you're really going for. You're not gonna destroy your <laughs> muscles completely to get them looking massive. No, you're right. Yeah. I'm not. If you're just looking to be toned and like healthy and fit. Yeah. You don't need to lift big weights. Uh I know. Speaking of, I just did like a two mile run uh yesterday. How are you feeling and- after that? I'm feeling okay, but I did a two mile run earlier in the week and that one i was pretty sore after okay. so this one this the second time around i was like okay i'm, okay. I'm recovering so I weird question this. about this your first 2 mile run of the week did that go very smoothly for you actually it did it yeah. was smoother than the second one yes <laughs> right you go for that so that's how it is with me so when i go for a run the first time i go for the run i'm like wow that was a really easy run I, it shouldn't have been that easy the next day after my legs are just absolutely obliterated Mm -hmm. and then i go for the second run and i'm just struggling through it i'm like why is it so hard now (laughs) yeah right (laughs) oh yes yeah that's exactly how i felt um it was pretty pretty brutal uh so back to the antidote of sadness or for sadness uh one of my cures is uh, lego sets uh it doesn't have to be an expensive lego set but it's it's something where my brain can escape itself and focus on a task that's also amusing mm-hmm. um, so that's one of my my uh my escapes working out is definitely one of them and then i'm trying to think of something else that's just very therapeutic to me i laughing but the problem is is usually i'm not just laughing by myself that just kind of seems crazy but uh <laughs> just hanging is out it with though? somebody is it, <laughs> is, is it crazy <laughs> uh hanging out with somebody and just laughing while doing something i think that's very therapeutic as well so those are my my three antidotes for when i'm sad but also note that it's okay to be sad sadness yeah. is okay but prolonged mm-hmm. sadness that's that's kind of what that's what's what the problem yeah exactly if you yeah, have got something bad that happens allow yourself to be sad that's healthy um okay and then my my second question is do you remember any of the dumb rules from high school, like the dumb rules that the school put on for us that we had to abide by. Uh, not. Now, you were not a troublemaker. No, no, I Did really you was not. Did ever go to the principal's office? Um, no. Wow. I know that there was one time that I, I, I think this was a dumb reason. I mm-hmm. used my phone to contact my mother during a lunch period. So I was not in class. Yep. i was doing nothing i used my phone for the purpose that i had a phone was to con- contact my mom about something i can't remember what it was now but it was important at the time that i needed to contact my mom and the vice principal saw me with the phone confiscated it and took it to the office and i was like what why would you do that like <laughs> okay does that even happen these days see i'm guessing it doesn't i'm guessing Because everyone does. has phones like they don't yeah yeah they just stop trying to enforce it yeah like as long as you're not texting in class they don't really care anymore. But, but yeah, yeah that used to be a thing. Like, you used to just not, like, you could, don't even have a phone out yeah, during school hours. You got punished if you had your phone on you at all. It was like, why? Why is that a thing? You want me to just leave this tool in my... Also, the phone has a calculator on it, which means I don't need a calculator. Like, <laughs> so now you're saying I have to carry two tools? I have one tool that does all the tools, but you I need all these oh, dumb rules from school. I used to confiscate phones. That was something. Uh, also... I think a lot of the dress code rules were kind of sexist. Absolutely, they were sexist. Yes, yes. I think that's a very dumb rule. And if you're going to enforce it on one sex, you should enforce it on the other. Oh yeah, where like there would be guys that are wearing tank tops, bro tanks. Yeah, bro tanks, and basically showing all arm. Yep. And this is like, wait a second. But if a woman shows arm, like if a, if a woman's wearing spaghetti straps, suddenly that's a problem. Yeah, that's a real big problem yeah i don't i don't that's a dumb rule from school well and then like what always gets me about that is like well you know that's for like her protection and blah 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 and you're kind of like but also like you know that's that statement is predicated on the assumption that like violence against anyone is justified and which is it is absolutely not (laughs) it's not and also the school should be a safe the school should be a safe place. And if it's not, you should be looking at yourselves and not the person wearing spaghetti and straps. It's, yeah, and it's not because somebody came in wearing spaghetti straps. Yeah, that's not, that, the that's <laughs> not the reason. <laughs> that's not the reason. It's a dangerous yeah, place. Like there's a whole yeah, other host of reasons. Uh, Kind of going back on like, and it's not really dumb rules, but it's, it's things that you would get in trouble for in high school or just middle school or any school really. When you look back, would you go back, and would you get in trouble once when you were in like high school, knowing that it literally has zero effect on your future at all? You know, it was really funny. So, my dad, uh, I think I had told him about how somebody pulled the fire alarm during band camp, ah, and the person got like kicked out, or so you know, so, something dumb like that. And my dad was just like, "That was super lame." Like, of all the reasons to get kicked out of band camp or to get kicked out of school, he's like. It couldn't be something, like, cool. Yeah. You know, and I'm basically alluding to more like American Pie. Yeah. it's like... You couldn't do something you know. more crazy to get kicked out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that was what you got kicked out for. <laughs> the, I, I can see the difference, though, there, because we went to band camp at a university, so a school other than our own, and so pulling a firearm there has massive consequences, not just affecting our band, but also the entire school that were that yep. oh absolutely yep so i can see why it's a little bit different there but yeah like i think back and no I'm, it's just like a super lame like i was just like ah, yeah that's like i think about detention huh. i think i would have actually earned a detention in my time in high school just because what what effect would that have on your life now i don't know though we I, there was a kid that definitely caught on to that Um, that I remember, and I'm pretty sure he was in and out of juvie at a certain point. That's because he realized, you can't make me do anything. Oh, see, I'm not going that. I'm not saying that you have to change your entire personality because your personality stays the same, but your knowledge of knowing that you can get away with one thing to go to detention for kind of thing, like talking back to a teacher when you know you're in the right and your teacher's in the wrong, because those situations happen all the time for us. Oh yeah. we're like the teacher's wrong and we're like no, you're wrong. I would now speak up more and I'm sure I would land myself in detention. But oh yeah, like in in retrospect, and this actually happened in freshman year of college. There was a professor that I had that on. Like so this is would have been like the second class literally. So 911. He did this whole thing during class where he made us watch like a 10-minute video and was like we're not gonna stop until every one of them is dead or something like that and we're all like what the shit wow and like in retrospect like you know it's literally the third day of like college for you yeah so you're kind of like uh what's going on yeah what 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 did i get myself into here yeah exactly and in retrospect i'm like man like knowing what i know now i just would have just i would have just chewed him out like he was just such a prick uh, such a Such a prick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but, uh, yeah, that, that event, although it's like super terrible, is not the justification for like the eradication of an entire people. No. Like, that's just, yeah. Like, batshit crazy. Yeah. That's insanity. That's insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andrew, the reason why I asked the question about dumb rules from school is to start a little reminiscence. I believe we're going to take this a step further. Do you care to explain? So we are going to jump in our time machine and we're going to go back to the 90s. And we're, we're going to count the early 2000s because yeah. that's kind of when we, you know, grew up. So well, basically 1995 to 2005, like that we're going to cover that decade. Yeah, because really, if you think about it during those periods was now, yes, it was not technically the 90s anymore in 2000s, but the 90s fashion and all of those popularities from the 90s really didn't die off until close to 2008. With The the, recession. Yeah, the recession really really changed a lot of things. Uh, So that's kind of the, uh, yeah, because what we grew up and there was still boxy cars everywhere. Every car was a box, some form of box. In fact, it was actually a desirable trait as evidenced by the sale of Hummers in the early 2000s. If you were not buying a box, you were not cool. You were poor. (laughs) Yes. You were poor if you had a round vehicle. Yeah. Oh, Yes. Yeah, and then there was that (laughs) weird time, like early 2000s, when they started to make vehicles without edges. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That meant there were zero edges on the cars. They were just all (laughs) bubble-like. Yep. Yeah, that was that period, too. Uh, So so let's start off this reminiscence with Furbies. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever have a Furby? I don't think I did. Oh, man. You but missed... I remember seeing a lot of commercials about Oh, them. yeah. The <laughs> creepy little owl gremlins that yeah. eyes moved from side to side. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. The demon and Furbies. It, like, it, it, just, it blinked sarcastically. Like, that was its default. Yes. When it blinked. It yeah. was, like, very sarcastic looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, Furbies were terrifying, terrifyingly creepy uh one of the creepiest things and they would wake up randomly unless you shut it off which what's the point of having a furby if it's off because it's just a disgusting owl like gremlin creature mm-hmm. that is some it's supposed to be a toy i don't understand it but yeah furbies were a real thing and i was talking about it the other day cuz have you ever seen a sh- like a furby without its hair <laughs> what it's it, a thing <laughs> it gets even creepier yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure. It's like an owl. It's without, basically without... a Mr. Potato Head with working eyes and like a beak, and that's it. It's very creepy. Uh can't believe they yeah, peddled that so much. Yeah. Like, um why was that a thing? <laughs> so, um okay. Bulky computer monitors. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember uh the first computer that I had growing up or that I had access to, um, rather would be uh I think it had like the parrots on the front that was like the, oh. the symbol for the for yeah the it was like vista something or something like yeah. that yeah and yeah then, and then it was a gateway computer it was like a monitor it was like a toucan or something like that yeah yeah exactly yeah because it was, Which supposed was such to be, an awesome oh go ahead it was supposed to be all colorful right because it was like a full yeah. color monitor exactly that that was the thing that they yeah. were advertising yeah is that it was a colorized monitor and everything um yeah yeah so that was like the computer monitor that i had up until like Probably two thousand six. <laughs> okay. So on this same topic, with this computer monitor, did your family have a computer room? A room that had the computer in it? Uh no. So we did have a desk that had the computer in it. Oh your it. your house had that computer nook, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it didn't have its own room. It had its like little nook. It had a nook. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. It had like it had a dedicated space for the computer. That was like yeah, like that was the computer place. Yeah. 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 Because I like I remember Zach's house. Zach's house had its own room just for the computer. It was a couch (laughs) and a computer. That that is what lived in that room. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Every every house had its computer room. That was a real thing. Uh yeah, those bulky monitors. Like I think back to the, the first like those Apple computers and all the colors they came with. Like you get the blue, the green, the purple, the pink, the orange. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. That they had that. Yeah. Why isn't that still a thing? Why why don't we have colorful outlines on our on our monitors now? They're all just black. They're all black or gray. That's it. That's yeah. all you get. It's very Orwellian dystopian when you think of it that way. Yeah, right. There's no more color in our lives. Yeah, most of the cars that are sold on the lots are black and gray now. Late stage capitalism, man. <laughs> <laughs> the wonders of late stage capitalism. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Pop it. Ooh. Rip okay. Pop it, it. Pull it. Rip it. Pop it. Pop it. Twist it. Wait. What were? The, what was the original bop it before the crazy bop it that had like five things to do? It was a pull it, and a twist it, and a bop it. That was it. Yeah, there was only three things on the original. Then there was like five. There was like button. Yeah, there was, there was a the one button thing, it. and then... Yeah, there's the flick it, yeah. the pull it, twist it. I remember the original, yeah, the original one with the three, but even though that was like, that was a good investment for parents, yeah. in retrospect, it was like, man, this will entertain those five dumbass kids for like <laughs> an hour. <laughs> At least an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then we might get another hour later on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The yep. Bop-It. Oh, the Bop-It was great. I never had the crazy Bop-It, but we had the the original Bop-It. And I remember we got the Bop-It and then we didn't really use it too much. And then we got really into the Bop-It later on. Where we were like, let's get good at Bop-It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which you're, Now with like TikTok, you're like, man, somebody could like- Make a TikTok video of the Bop-It. On the bo- or a YouTube video being like, Man, I just did Bop It for four hours straight. Yes, <laughs> this is a video of me doing Bop It for four hours. Yeah, I am the master of Bop It. <laughs> yes, I am the Bop It master. Okay, um, I got another one for you. Go give it to me. Uh, cotton materials, man. Back when things were made, everything was made of cotton 100%. It would shrink in oh, it, yeah, it would shrink the first time you wash it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, now everything's like plastic, like the most percentage i've found of cotton in a new of cotton like a new thing is like maybe 30 40 percent yeah it's not a lot of cotton anymore it's a lot of polyester yep a lot of plastic yeah yeah uh yeah shirts but also shirts have gotten way softer because do you remember those cotton shirts oh yeah they were rough oh yeah it'd be like oh my god it'd be like almost like wearing cardboard yeah so the jerseys we wore the first year um, I played rugby at, in high school. Not not the first year I played rugby, but I guess freshman rugby for me. Yes. Uh, We used the jerseys that were made in, like, I want to say 2003. Like, I I swear to you, coach, like, our coaches used them. They wore them sure. when they were in high school. Because they were durable as shit. Yeah. I mean, they were, like, it was maybe, a, it was over an eighth of inch of cotton. Like, yeah. it was just basically... I still uh, have my sheet of fabric. I still have my was... rugby jersey <laughs> from the 70s at from Central Michigan. I yeah. still have that thing and that thing will never die. It's also no. very uncomfortable to wear because it's kind of scratchy and itchy. Yeah, yeah, but I remember wearing those and I was like, man, like that's I would wear a um even if it was hot out. Yeah. I would wear Under Armour underneath like a thin under armor shirt just because comfortable it was so scratchy. Yes. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, your nipples be chafing after a minute. Yeah, and it doesn't wick anything away. Oh, no. So it just sits there. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Actually technology and clothing has come a long way. Yeah, so that's an improvement, but <laughs> I do kind of like like the natural yes. sentiment of one hundred percent cotton. Well, um, yeah, because you could buy a medium and then it would shrink. Well, for me at least, I could buy a medium and then it would shrink to a small, and I could say that I wear a medium. I have, do have to say that is the thing is adding polyester has now made me. Um, I want to say I don't want to say like homeless in terms of like being able to buy clothes that actually fit me, but like <laughs> that's essentially it. Like yeah. I, I am uh, the height of a large but I'm like the width of a medium. Yeah, so you're in the weird range. Yeah, so I'm in this odd real estate in terms of fitting adult men's clothing. Yes. And uh, you can't shrink it. You can't shrink the large to be the right size. Have you tried adult women's clothing? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> hey, I have not been that adventurous to try that, but uh maybe you'll find something maybe, great there. Maybe you're onto something. <laughs> hey, you never know. It'll be a little loose in the chest, but otherwise, you know, <laughs> and everything else will fit perfect. <laughs> just go to the petite store. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in that weird range, too, because I wear like a small to extra small in some things. Yeah. So so just because of bringing up women's clothing. So no homo here. No homo. Ooh, um I love it. Which was totally a saying. Past that then. was a no saying. No homo. That was a yeah. real saying. And then you would. Yes, s- it was. Yeah. We apologize because we're not we're not anti anything. We're not here. anti. We're yeah. But we're that not was a saying back then, and this is a reminiscent episode. So be okay yeah, with it. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Um. So Pierce Brosnan Ooh. as James Bond. Yes. Yes. Honestly, I I think he was the best James I Bond. Loves. That's just my personal opinion. I love Pierce Brosnan. He had so it was partially because of where film was in the nineties yeah. and early two thousands. So it finally got to the action gritty like ability so you could really shoot these great action sequences yeah. but also he still embodied some of the really campy nature of like the roger moore absolutely um, you know and earlier uh james bond so it, like it was just this great balance Where it was like daniel craig was just straight up like i'm watching a jason Bourne film yes but it's james bond that's yeah. basically what i'm watching yep. and that I was agree. always my my criticism of of daniel craig's series of james bond and so i'm just like it's just i want like I just want twenty percent campy, like twenty percent. That's all I'm looking for. Which is, <laughs> I think his the first film Casino Royale is the best one of Daniel Craig's, because mm-hmm. that one was more like James Bondy. It was a perfect transition from Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig. Yeah, but Pierce Brosnan was absolutely he he will he's my first James Bond. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. He's exactly. and I think that might be part of that it is too, that's absolutely know? part of it because. Yeah, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan as James Bond was just, he was, a, he was, he's perfect for it. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, what about AIM? AOL in general. AOL, yes. We all had AOL <laughs> accounts. Yep. Yeah, t- just having to hook up to a phone line. Yeah. To basically do your internet, and that if somebody used the <laughs> phone line to do a called, call. somebody called. Oh. If, like, anything you were doing got interrupted. Oh, you knew you were done for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I was actually just talking about this with my coworkers. Like, it was insane to think that I, like, I recall seeing advertisements for when we finally broke one megabyte per second. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was a huge deal that internet providers were giving you the ability to have one megabyte per second. Let's talk about the fact that we used to have to go to school with a floppy disk. Yes, we actually yes, had to the, bring our own floppy disks to school or we had to and, buy and one. This is again, yeah, this came up too with with my coworkers. My uh there's one coworker is I think he's maybe 6 years younger than me. He knows a floppy disk, he understands the concept, but he never had to bring one to school. To him it's the save button. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, "Oh wow, like no, we brought like we brought floppy disks yes. in. You had to bring in your own floppy disk or you had to buy one for 50 cents." Yeah, which and, was like nothing. But but yeah, it was like, yeah. what, 32 kilobits? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was basically Kilobytes? enough for, I don't know, I would say maybe 20 pages of a Word document with no pictures. Yes. That was basically the extent yeah. of it. And that's yeah. what you could save on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, it's Oh, you know what's amazing? Because every computer back then had a floppy disk drive. Yeah. And you were not supposed to play with the little metal h- thing <laughs> no. because if you did that, it would corrupt the disk. <laughs> Yep. Oh, the craziness of using a floppy disk. I know. I remember doing that and then for a short bit doing CDs. Yes. Um, which my younger co-worker did understand. Like he he used CDs. Yeah, he understood um, that people used to download music onto a CD yep, for exactly. a portable yeah. CD player. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my dad was into that. Oh, that was like his jam. The portable so many CD mixtapes. player was amazing. Yeah. Yeah yeah he, he made he burned so many cds um and then uh then we moved to usb by the time we were in high school yeah usb by the middle school us middle school i started using a usb i think yeah and i don't know if i was quite at usb level with uh with middle school i don't remember ever having to carry a usb driver around with me in middle school i think by eighth grade i was yeah maybe by eighth but grade I, dis- I distinctly remember in middle school i was using it in high school it was definitely more prevalent but yeah yeah totally though first I think, I think I lost the floppy disk, like like I dropped using the floppy disk maybe in fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, re- I definitely remember having a floppy disk in my backpack in elementary school. And yep. sometimes I wanted to buy one for 50 cents because they had so many different colors of floppy disks. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Holographic, like, pen holders. Oh, or like, yeah. Not really pen, but like, but it's just like, I remember... uh. This and I'm sure it'd be worth a lot of money now, but it was basically an N64 holographic like cover, and essentially you'd just be able to put all your like crayons. Oh there, yeah, all, and yeah, whatever the, in there. Yeah, that that case that you're talking about yeah. that kept all the pens and yeah. pencils in it. But then it made the, oh, it made such a cool sound if you scratched it, but then it fucked it up and <laughs> it was just awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. man, the Trapper Keeper. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. The Trapper Keeper too. Oh, man. All of those things together. Yep. Yeah, it was a requirement um, in sixth grade that you had a Trapper Keeper. Yep. What a what a weird time. Uh, but AIM. Let's talk about AIM and the craziness of being able to join a chat room with anybody. Complete strangers. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> and you could just... It's like what Discord is now. But Discord, you can kind of vet the strangers that are in there. Mm-hmm. The AIM chat rooms, there was no vetting. There was just no, joining, it was, and you were in there with was, random people from anywhere. It was screwed up. I, I distinctly remember I was not allowed to like do that. <laughs> yeah, probably because um, your parents actually explored that stuff. My parents did not. <laughs> I think they were... I don't know if they ever like used it. I think they just read about it and they are like, "Yeah, you can't." Be yeah, on that. you probably don't should not that. be on that. Yeah. yeah, I had I remember my brother helping me set up an email account so that I could join AOL and AIM. That was America Online and Instant Messenger for it's like America Instant Messenger, part of AOL. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. Uh, yeah, but it was basically the the pretext to texting. Mm-hmm. So. That was what texting was, but you had to be on a computer, and you could text your friends, and you could join in, and the craziness of that—absolute craziness of the internet back then. Uh, yeah, it was truly like a free internet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was craziness back then. Um, like there were commercial interests, but not as prevalent as now, as it is today. Yeah. Also, and this is a very weird thing, but the amount of porn pop-ups that would happen, even just on things that you would never expect expect. yeah you'd click on something and then it just boom instant porn pop-up it was weird it's not like it is today like it wouldn't it wouldn't happen on a traditional news website but um a lot of other websites yeah would just any website where you played games guess what you're getting it it was fucked up the (laughs) internet was a fucked up place but i mean it still is but like it was really a little too wild west out there because yeah it was basically like yeah, so I'm trying to play like line writer at school right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. And this is talking about like some magic pill that'll help you, lucky yes. lady. we got to come to this site, grow your penis in eight inches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The craziness of that time period. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely. And so when I hear people being like, "Yeah, let's return to that," I'm kind of like. Eh. I don't know, I don't know that, that. <laughs> we need to go back to the wild west <laughs> yeah. of the internet. Like I'm all about free speech, but that's uh yeah. We're glorifying exactly. things that do not need to be glorified. Like it was it was a weird area back then. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. And like now obviously there's government um, and private entities trying to like regulate the free speech of the internet. Now, that, that I disagree with, but it's yeah, exactly. It's like I don't think we should have it completely unrestricted, but at the same time, I don't think the profit seeking entity or the government entity should be the one that's dictating what is yeah. appropriate on the internet yeah. in certain spaces. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's international <laughs> waters, <laughs> there are no rules. <laughs> uh... um, yeah. Uh, okay. So we covered kind of the basic of internet. I have one other thing that I want to talk about real quick that kind of goes on the same basis, and that is okay. That is the first cell phones that we had. Yeah, my first cell phone was from Nextel. Now, a lot of people listening to this may not remember what Nextel was, but it was basically Sprint. But before it was Sprint, it was next. Was it Nextel and then Sprint? I think so because uh, Sprint I don't think is even around anymore. I think Sprint is now T-Mobile. Yeah. They've consolidated. Yes. Our- uh mm-hmm. but yeah. Nextel, my phone was dipped in rubber. <laughs> it was a rubber-coated phone. And it had a walkie-talkie function. That's pretty that's pretty cool. It was it, would you do that now? Like if I could just walkie talkie you? <laughs> I mean, think about it. I could just sit right here, walkie-talkie you, and you would get that my voice to your phone except i'm pretty far away so but it worked from that far away because it bounced off cellular towers yeah it's true yeah. it was like texting but a walkie talkie <laughs> <laughs> think about how cool that feature would be now <laughs> uh, i remember yeah my first phone yeah it was just a basic flip phone like that's totally out of the vernacular now yeah like, people only really even understand what a no they phone have is. no idea what that is um yeah and i i remember it did have not my first one my second one though did have the ability to like go onto the internet but did your parents um, allow you to do that oh no they definitely like were pretty upset with me the one time i did yeah because it cost them a lot Which, of money i'm sure it cost it cost a lot of money back then yeah. yeah yeah getting uh anything that you were using to like look up data stuff was expensive Very they expensive. were charging you per minute yeah per uh might have been per megabyte but it was a oh lot. okay that makes sense. It was, it was a lot. Yeah, that's how they were still, they measured data the same way they do now, but now we have unlimited plans. Whereas back then they had, you know, yeah. you, like you didn't even get a free amount of texting megabytes. Yeah. You didn't even have free text. Yeah, or texting. Yeah. Texting yeah. was, you had, I, I remember I, I had like 200, 200 texts a month. And I had to keep like, yeah count. It was like 150 or something. I had to yeah, keep count yeah. of how many texts I sent each month. You're like, okay, yeah. The the responses we get to send now, where we're just like, okay, yeah. You're like, no, I'm gonna give you a fucking novel. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a letter, 160 characters. I'm gonna get it exactly <laughs> how much I can fit into the rule, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm gonna send you. Because if I send more than that, I'm costing my family money. Exactly. I'm telling you, okay. Also, bring the. GameCube <laughs> yes. along with Super Smash Bros. Yes. And at least two controllers because I have one. Yes. Right. That is the perfect yeah. text right there. That is what you said. Because if you sent if you had to send a second text, you were like, well, now somebody else is getting shafted. Yep. Yep. Um okay, so I've got a couple other um, ones Hit right me here. with them. Alright. Um In sync. Ooh. Boy bands. Man. Backstreet boy Boys. Bands. Yeah. Tell me why. That's where you're supposed to come in. Oh. (laughs) Tell me why. Bye, bye, bye. (laughs) Okay. Well, this went poorly. (laughs) Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. I'm glad this didn't come up in our friendship earlier because I think (laughs) we would have maybe gone separate ways. Be like, oh, you're into Backstreet Boys? I'm into Insane. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. We got to fight. Can't do this. Yep. Mm. Well, Um, this has been a good friendship. (laughs) yeah sorry to sorry to say this uh dude scout fans uh our podcast yeah. is officially over <laughs> we can't reconcile <laughs> no. this um and then so early 2000s ipods Ooh, yes early like the very first generation ipod now i came from a a, a poor family i remember getting my ipod so we had ipod came in 2001 we had the ipod shuffles first yeah the shuffles yep that was the thing um ipod mini yep yeah the yep. mini was the one with a tiny screen right it had a screen yep. but it was small like a shuffle mm-hmm. uh the original shuffle there you just put music on there and you better put only the music that you like listening to because yeah, i remember that because it was a hundred songs yeah you could put a hundred songs on it and yeah it would shuffle your music it would just literally anything you didn't know what was up next you didn't know what yep. you were getting so you better like every song that you put on there. That was my first iPod was that. So I had to put on only the best songs. And that's what I did. So I was. Yeah. So I was pretty fortunate. Um I did actually ask for an iPod shuffle because I did look up the prices. Yeah. On the bulky computer monitor. <laughs> <laughs> the gateway computer. Yes. Um in the computer nook and so i was like okay yeah i'll say i'll ask for a shuffle that that seems that seems reasonable and then my my dad just ended up getting me like the um the like half a gigabyte ipod oh, okay yeah it's so like the minimum size because of course for himself he got the you know maximum the full size yeah because you know my dad he's he yeah it was that the one that could play movies um or was it just the original ipod it could the first one i had was ended up with two throughout my youth um being like before i left home yeah um the first one could not play any- movies anything no yeah and the second one could okay um but the, yeah the first one was like, like yeah, it was. i think it was just music i want to say maybe maybe there was some functionality to do that i don't recall I, I remember only using it for music. Yeah, but, I only ever yeah. used mine for music. But I know that people had the, the iPods that you could watch a movie on. And in the middle of class, they'd be watching a movie. And I'd be like, well, now I'm kind of jealous because that seems like a good movie to watch. Yeah, no, I just have to say, like, so cool that back then they were like, okay, not everyone's going to be able to afford an iPod. Yeah. Right? And that they made the iPod shuffle. And now, like, I, if you think of iPhones, they just don't give yeah, a they shit don't care about, about anybody, anybody anymore. That, that, no. Yeah, they're just like, Here's this one premium product that we yeah, sell, and it's a thousand. It's thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Back then, it Thanks. was. <laughs> they offered a different iPod for all different types of. And it, it's it's not like they just advertised... Exactly, it's not like they just advertised the iPod. They also did like the mainstream iPod. Yeah. They also advertised the iPod Shuffle. Yeah. As an option, because they were like, this is affordable, and they really wanted to push... Um, I can't remember what the other one was, out of the market. And you think about it, that was a genius business plan, because that got everybody used to iTunes, and yeah. that kind of solidified their whole basis of, you already have iTunes, now get the iPhone, and all of your iTunes can go to the iPhone. Yeah, it worked out for it them. It was, pretty it, was smart. A, it was a genius business plan. Uh, but fun fact, the uh, touchscreen, um, that is not an Apple innovation. It's not. It is not. actually... It is a DARPA innovation. <laughs> DARPA, DARPA, which is which is basically like the essentially, um, defense research. Yeah, but it's like partially also involves private companies. Kind of this weird like thing. Um, but yeah, that's actually the the research was done actually essentially, um, by the government. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, this is interesting too. Um, I was actually talking to my cu- uh, cousin about this, or we were talking about this last night, and so Al Gore versus Bush. I don't know if you remember that election, because we were, what, second grade? Oh my gosh, yeah. But second grade. Do you remember the the hostility that you felt? I don't maybe you didn't. Maybe your parents didn't talk about it that much around you. Oh no, they did. You know my parents. Yes. They're pretty, like, yes. open about politics. Like, they're not putting signs up everywhere, but they're like, we'll discuss yes. it with anyone. Yeah. So, did you ever have that, like, as a child, you were like, and, like, if another kid in your class, their parents voted for Bush or voted for Al Gore and you were like, we're fighting now because my parents voted the other way. But you're a kid, so you have no clue what any of it even means. Yeah, I remember being very much in the minority of like, I was like, well, Al Gore seems to care about, I don't know, like the, the environment. Plant, the that plant. seems to be important. Yeah, that seems to be important to me. Yeah. And then and my parents kind of like, you know, sway- were persuaded that way. And then people who voted for Bush were like well I just do that because your parents voted that way and then I was like well aren't you just doing the same thing and they're like (laughs) what (laughs) cue the X-Files music and to just to say like to you know like I don't think Bush was a bad guy as a person. No. Like, I would definitely love to get a beer with him, but I think that would be pretty awesome. And the whole point behind me bringing this up is because it was a def- it was definitely a different world back then because we didn't have cell phones in second grade. We didn't have information at our fingertips. We went to the library and read books, and that was about it for information in second grade. Yeah. Other than that, you learn from your parents. Now, it's way different. Way different. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. Yeah. That now there are kids who can access information they can access tiktok at second grade yeah and get information fed to them from everywhere which is both like a benefit and a bad thing yes right like it's like a benefit in that okay like you're not purely under the thumb of your parents who might be really like fundamentalists or anti-science completely like to a point that doesn't have like any reason like there's a big difference between being skeptical and just being like, I can't believe anything. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like big difference between those two things. Um, oh no. Okay. So actually, speaking of this, will be a good segue. Good. So speaking of politics, I love it. Um, comedy without PC back. Yes. Oh my gosh! Oh. Like the '90s was the heyday of comedy. Of just of comedy of of comedy movies. You know, you... having a good time with it. And now it's like, oh, you got to like tiptoe over all of these freaking landmines as a comedian. Comedy is literally supposed to be the one thing that gets to soar over all of it because you should be able to laugh at all of these things. And if you can't, you should question what your beliefs are. If you can't look around at it and say, yeah, I can laugh at that. Yeah, exactly. I think there's an issue with saying, okay, like... The fact that you—it's—it's it's gone to the point, I guess, where it's almost as if you can't even mention, I don't know, like the point of—it's not so much like the point of comedy, but it's like it's like if if we can't even like bring it up, like just bringing it up is like bad. That's in a bad self. It's like so yeah. On this topic, you as you said earlier in this this podcast episode, you said no homo. Instantly, my yeah. brain went, oh no. Oh no. Oh no, we can't say that. But <laughs> Absolutely we should be able to reference to a time period when we did say that. Because that was well, a real thing that happened. That's true. That that's happened true, for a solid ten years. I guess I guess too, part part of it is that um okay, like also part of being part of like society, I think, is also putting your faction of society yes. however you identify as open to being made fun of by comedians absolutely like it's it's kind of in a weird way i guess th- i guess this is the best way to put it i think in a weird way it's kind of like how weird al yankovic Yon- would al. make fun of people's songs yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's like hey that was the sign that you made it as a musician is that weird al was like hey i'm calling you up i'm gonna make fun of your song yeah you know, like I remember that with Lady Gaga, her apparently like one of her producers was like, "Nah, yeah, you can't make fun of our songs. That. And then she like called him up and I don't know if she fired him, but basically was like, no, absolutely. Like, that's that's like the that's sign a that dream. you made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You mean you're going to make like, fun of one of my songs? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's like winning one of the awards, uh, playing the Super Bowl and getting getting a song redone by Weird <laughs> Yeah. That's like that, those are the three <laughs> things as a musician today. That it's like, that's like i am made it. <laughs> exactly that's the trifecta you can do all three of those things in one lifetime and so so that's that's the thing is like i guess that's my problem is is i i think i i think comedians should be able to make those types of jokes because it's like you are part of society yeah right and you are and that's actually like not entirely like a bad thing um that that a comedian is making jokes about maybe a specific community um (laughs) can we talk about joe rogan of the late 90s (laughs) early 2000s and how joe rogan was a fear factor host he was like barely a tv personality as in oh yeah he had a show that only some people watched because it was a disgusting show about things that people had to do to make money it was the only gig he could get after um doing his uh doing um was it MMA that he was doing? Uh I thought MMA was after that. Maybe was it after that? I thought Fear Factor was like his first like TV personality presence, but I could be gotcha. wrong. I could be wrong. I always thought yeah, but anyways, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Point being, yeah, Joe Rogan was yeah, the the small guy in the block at that point. Let's talk about how when we were growing up, both Seinfeld and Friends were still airing new episodes at the exact same time. We had what is now considered some of the best TV of the last 30 years bearing yeah. new episodes at the exact same time it was i will say tv was better back then because it, it goes into like the office and all of these things where you got 23 to 24 episodes a season oh yeah i i, I agree with that now like netflix can barely put out a full season without being like well, we're just gonna yeah, we're gonna it. cancel it yeah. and now we're gonna we're gonna cancel or we're gonna do start something else beating down yeah. on people that are sharing their passwords yeah all right cool netflix like you just lost yeah. everybody's f- hey, do, 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 do you remember when um like in the 90s all of the super campy intros oh yeah to everything where basically the music would be playing and then it would show you know Uh, as an example friends like jennifer aniston and she's like looking at the camera smiling or like just looking uh, just off the camera smiling and like that would be the that would be that was her intro like oh yeah i remember seeing a game of thrones um if it took place in the 90s uh (laughs) introduction trailer and it was the funniest thing ever i was like yeah that's exactly what it would go like that's exactly how it would look the 90s was a different time yeah i i loved those campy intros campy intros let's bring those back um they also had good Super Bowl commercials. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. A lot of the Budweiser ones were the best always for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. They had great commercials. Great commercials. And now it's all about Bud Light. Uh, it's like America yeah. gave up on full-bodied anything. They're like, let's just sell cheap shit to cheap people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Late-stage capitalism. Bringing that back up. <laughs> full circle, baby. Full circle. Yeah. Full circle. Oh, um okay uh let's see i've got a couple other ones um okay game boy okay i still have my game boy sp which i think was the peak of game boy efficiency yeah yep the okay where did the little you, square that the little open? square it was a flip phone but a game boy and it had a backlit yeah. screen that was a big deal. Was a that was a feature. Massive That deal. was actually a feature that was advertised at one yeah. point, was having a backlit screen. It was a backlit screen, and it flipped. So it could be small enough where you could put it in your pocket, but also, if you pulled it out, it played like a Game Boy, felt like a Game Boy, and it had a backlit screen, and the battery lasted quite some time on it. I remember my first Game Boy was a lime green Game Boy. Oh, yeah. I know what you're- And to- I, can, I remember I you had it. to get- the- you had to get the extension onto it that you basically—it's like where you, I think it was where you plug the charger in. I'm not sure. Wait, wait! But I had to get what the, extension? There was no charger. It was only batteries. Yeah. Well, so what I'm saying is like there was an extension that you would get that had the light. Oh, was it just like, so like that you could swir- play? Was it that like <laughs> yeah. twirly light thing that went up? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then there was yeah. also the uh the feature the okay there was the add-on that was the same thing but it was a magnifying glass with a light on it. Oh and yeah, you could yeah. I remember flip that yeah. thing over, and it would light it up. I didn't have that one, but I know, but I know of that. Yeah, I remember seeing that yes. one. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. The Game Boy. Oh, the Game Boy. So what was that? 90, 98? I think so. Ninety eight. Yeah. I think was mm-hmm. when Pokemon came to the U.S. Pokemon Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. Tanner for his birthday in December got the Game Boy with Pokemon Blue version. And he had the blue Game Boy with uh, Pokemon Blue. And it was the mm. biggest thing. And you could only have one save file. There was only one file per game. like that. Yeah, per game. You couldn't have multiple sessions. So you could only have one we session. We couldn't each yeah. play it. It was his and his alone. And I remember waiting for him to finish Blue version and being like, are you okay if I start a game? And he had to be like, yes, I am okay if you delete all the work that I just spent the last six months doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a big... Yeah, Game Boy. It's a big deal. Oh, it was. Um, the Game Boy. Now, okay. So we're a little bit older than our brothers. Well, I'm older than my younger brother, I guess. <laughs> Not older than my older yeah, brother, but you are that's the oldest. I was to say, you're, you're a middle yes. child. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the eldest in my house. Yes. yes. Anyways. But did your younger brothers ever get like the DS? Uh, yes. Did you ever play the DS? The DS? Which one is the DS? The DS was... It flipped up, but it was like a rectangle, but it flipped up no no i stopped playing so i had did you stop i had the game boy and then i skipped the game boy advance and then got the um the game boy sp okay and that's when you stopped and then after the sp i stopped same and it was a purple sp and i'm pretty sure that's part of the reason why my brother my younger brother loves the color purple because i gave it to him after i was done with Ah. it so i'm pretty sure that's part of the reason why he really loves the color purple. that's really cool yeah that's actually i just put two and two together that may not i don't know i've never asked him why he likes the color purple but i i suspect that'd be super cool though if that was the case that's really awesome it's a good story absolutely (laughs) let's sell it as is. yeah uh now this leads us into a little college reminiscence because we were lucky enough to have a gamecube in college yes do you still have that gamecube was that your gamecube yeah it was that was your gamecube In fact, prior to bringing it to CMU, I used that at Butler and my buddy and I played uh, occasionally, like I think only a couple times, but we we played 99 lines (laughs) battle against two AIs that would be level, level, I think both level 10 or one level 10 and one level nine. I can't remember. It's like basically the top level, at least. So what you're saying is it's a good thing you met Nicole. Oh, that is awesome! And he would, yeah, it was pretty funny too. Because my favorite character was Fox, yep. and then my buddy—I'm not sure if it was—I think it was his favorite character. Um, uh was Falco? I'm gonna say right now, Andrew is unbeatable as Fox. He's unbeatable. I'm pretty good. At He's Fox. unbeatable. Yeah. I mean, now nowadays, well, probably yeah, you might be a little rusty, but, yeah. but but back in the heyday, I <laughs> <that> was <laughs> the heyday. He had it all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we, we have rules. If I was against, playing as Fox. It was like... Uh, we had rules where Andrew had to play as random. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I played as Fox, man, it was, you know, I, I knew that character We already knew who was out. winning. It was just a fight for second. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, good times. Good times. The GameCube. What a great system. What an absolutely amazing system. Because that was like the first... The Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. was... That was my first real game system. We had the the Super Nintendo growing up, which yeah. was basically Donkey Kong Country. Right? Okay. Yep. But we didn't have a gaming system until the PlayStation 2. Ah. So it was literally nineteen I think that was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So I, I actually so really funny, I played um a lot of SimCity two thousand, but then I also played Galaga and Tanks. Oh. What about... Those are the two games. What about Spider-Man? Dig Dug. Oh, Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Also, I played a lot of Dig Dug. (laughs) Dig Dug. Literally, up until that... All my video games, up until the PlayStation 2 were... Yeah, it was like Dig Dug, SimCity, and (laughs) Galaga. Yeah. Oh, and Tanks. That's great. It was like those four games. They were floppy disk games, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The craziness of that time period. I remember, like, going... I think it was like third grade, somebody was trying to play SimCity during indoor recess, and I was like... I need to show you how to do this. <laughs> you need to be taught some things. You, you want to know how to run a town? I know how to run a town. You're killing your people, guy. Come on. Yeah. There's someone. That many coal power plants that close to residential? What? Are you insane? Are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, Who zoned this? <laughs> Where's your zoning board? Yeah. This explains a lot, Andrew. <laughs> oh my gosh the sad like music too that would play when you hit a recession <laughs> it was great This <laughs> is hilarious anyways oh uh man what are some other great parts about you know what i will say this the amount of outside time that happened because there wasn't anything to do inside other than watch television yeah screens weren't really that available to us and and most of the time, your family had, like, one quality TV. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, well, if my parents want to watch something, like, I guess they get that yeah. at that time, you know? Yeah. Like, they pay for everything, so. Yeah, do exactly. Everything. So, yeah. No, yeah. I remember playing, yeah, lots of Legos and connects and ruining multiple bikes <laughs> through mountain biking. Yeah. Not really mountain biking. It wasn't mountain biking back then. It was like, there was this little, and it's so sad, because I, in, in our neighborhood, There was this little um, green area that had a bike trail. And I think you know what I'm talking about. And kids being us and a bunch of other people used to go in there and like build jumps and ramps and things like that. Yeah. And the last time I was there, I mean, this was like 10 years, almost 10 years ago now. Like it was like overgrown. Like you could barely see the trails anymore. Like it wasn't run through anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so disappointing. Like we used to go. I remember uh, Scott and I used to go there daily, like one summer, almost daily. Like it was literally like. Yeah. You you would know, spend four or five times a yeah, week you'd spend just a lot of time over there, there and just spending like the two fort. hours just yeah running off jumps yeah and then uh going off jumps and then uh yeah building a fort and we'd like just play cards or something yeah. in there and then yeah and the good times that was one i would say one of the benefits of moving to Bella Vista was having little bits of forested area in between the houses where you could go do fun woodsy things yeah if you lived in those right areas yep yeah yeah man that's it was a different so time. yeah, outdoor time. Outdoor time, man, that was, it was great. Great, man. yeah, wow. And fireworks were a lot cooler when we were younger, <laughs> more dangerous. yes. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Yeah, you're you're well. One, fireworks weren't sold in Michigan, so if you got fireworks, well, okay, real fireworks. Weren't it, sold yeah, in real fireworks weren't sold in Michigan. The ones that were stationary on the ground and shot up little sparkler things. Yeah, like yeah, basically, I I think it was like I don't know, they'd shoot up like thirty feet or something. Yeah. maybe yeah but it would they didn't like explode like they would burn out of the out of the thing and just make a right out of the thing they were on fire they make a pretty color or something like that Mm -hmm. but actual fireworks you had to go to ohio to get and so if somebody came back with real fireworks like a a bottle rocket or uh um an m80 or even firecrackers oh yeah i mean they would sell like the little dinky firecrackers real dinky ones yeah yeah like, it would barely do anything. Yeah. It was basically a You could blow it. up a little bit of a sandcastle. <laughs> maybe. Like, yeah. With all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Again, fun times about the 90s. Well, you got anything else you want to reminisce about? I think that's it for yeah. now. Yeah. Well, this has been a good episode with the Dude Scouts reminiscing on our childhood. Next time, maybe we will get to hear us reminisce about college time. <laughs> exactly exactly i learned nothing from this episode i mean you reminded me of the whole concept of um ipod shuffles yeah, but like yes. otherwise i i learned nothing from this <laughs> you know what this was uh, solely an entertainment i did learn something and it's maybe it's not something that i really learned but more realized but those two can mm. kind of go mutually together uh and it's we grew up with a lot of great things and screens were not a massive part of it but mm-hmm they were a cool part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So I absolutely learned that. Anything else? Indeed. You, you learned nothing? I learned nothing. Wow. Well, what is something interesting from the week, Andrew? Oh, interesting from the week. So um, hmm, I did go through. Uh, so I, I'm now officially part of the Catholic Church. Ah. So I did do that. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, I mean, I was Lutheran yes. already. So basically, I was, as they like to say, Catholic light. Ah, yeah. makes sense. So, what about you? Interesting from the week. Uh, I, I did get a, I did get a Catholic card too. They gave me that. You have a card? No, so I have a card. They, they have it's part of the membership thing. Really? It's like AAA. No, okay. Anyways, <laughs> 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 okay. Go ahead. Sorry. What, what do you do? Call you them when say? your wine is low? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so, what about you? interesting from the week uh, my cousins were in town one of them just finished medical school and is heading off to virginia here soon but uh they were in town and i haven't seen my cousins in a while and the one cousin who worked for wisconsin football is now working for michigan state football um and so just get catching up yeah <laughs> i'm a big fan of yeah. that i i support <laughs> that a lot yeah absolutely i'm i'm biased <laughs> but yeah you went to central michigan with me <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I did, I did My dad went to MSU <laughs> yes, so no, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry uh, So it was cool to catch up with them And so we caught up last night That was a lot of fun And there was a lot mm-hmm. of reminiscing that kind of happened And it got me prepared for today's episode of Reminiscence So that was, that was a fun part good. of the week That's awesome Yeah, absolutely Well, Andrew, I think it's time to call it It's the end of a season <sighs> But not really it's the beginning of a new one. <laughs> it is. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. And thank you for listening to the Dude Scouts. Toodles. Toodles. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dude Scouts. Please validate our fragile selves by giving us a follow on Instagram or send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again. Toodles.